0: Good morning, Deeper's Church. Thank you for joining us for our online Sunday service. As you know, our team is currently in the Philippines' permissions. Please continue to keep our team in your prayers. We pray that as we are currently gathered here today, that we may have peace in our hearts. service will be pleasing in your sight, Lord, and give you all the glory.
1: Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for giving us the space to worship you and to be able to dine at your table by hearing your word. As we have learned last week on the topic of prayer, praise, and worship, we come to you with all of that put together. We don't single one thing out, but Lord, we choose today to pray to you, to the one who loves us and who die for us. We communicate with you, Lord. Speak to us, for we are listening. And God, we praise you for all the good things you have done sto- for us in the past and all the th- new things that you have store for us in the future. We trust in your providence and who you are. And out of the overflow, we praise you with music, with singing, and with our heart. And Lord, and we worship you here today. From the depth of our hearts, we worship you. We ask God that you transform us so that we may know who we are and whose we are. We worship you in spirit and in truth. For true worshipers are the people that you are looking for in this generation. Lord, speak to us today, for we are hungry for your word. But We love you and we need more of you more today than yesterday we thank you we love you we give you all the glory and all the honor for all these things your precious son just christ let me pray and all of god's people pray amen and amen all right god bless you church here we are once again having an online service Uh, i just want to share and say to you Uh, From my heart that I miss you, and I hope that you are doing well today. As you are listening to this message, we'll be in the Philippines. We are in the Philippines, and it will be February the 25th. It will be the first Sunday at missions in the Philippines, so please pray for us. Keep us in your prayers. Remember the topic that we went over last week, intercessory prayer, please pray for us by interceding on our behalf, and we'll be praying for you interceding on your behalf as well. So with that, let's go ahead and continue our uh, part 18 on our Real Faith series, and the topic, the title of today's message is Prayer Anyone, Prayer Anyone. Last week, as I mentioned, it is found in James 5, verse 3, chapter 5, verse 13 to 20, and last week we went over verse 13 to 16, and today we're going to focus on two verses, verse 17 to 18, and this is what the word of the Lord says. The scripture says this in verse 17, it says, Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. So today, I want to talk to you, and I want to go in deep, because last week, I only mentioned short, brief conclusion on the topic of prayer, but today I want to go in depth and have a full, and a fuller understanding of prayer. It mentions Elijah, and as you know, Elijah, Elijah never faced death. He was a prophet of God, and he was a man of God that was used In a mighty manner, especially when you read the Old Testament, when you hear the feats of Elijah, God used him in a tremendous way. And God did a lot of miracles through Elijah. And Elijah, as we know, he was a man of prayer. He prayed to the Lord. In other words, as I mentioned last week, prayer is not a magical genie, a shortcut to getting what we want, but prayer is given to men and women for our sake, and it is the greatest and priceless gift. It is a way, a means for us to communicate with the Lord, to communicate and to talk with Him. It's not just about us asking the Lord. It's not just us interceding prayer for other people, for our behalf, so that we can get what we want. But it's simply talking to the Lord and also listening to the Lord. So it is a communication for us in talking with the Father. Our Father in heaven. So it says, Elijah was a human being, even as we are. In other words, we were equals. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. So today, I want to share with you one more passage before we get into our points. And it's found in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. And in this chapter of 6th chapter Ephesians, verse 18, it says this, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. And it says, With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So with that, we understand that as Christians, we are to pray in the Spirit in all occasions, not sometimes. Not only when I feel like it, but it says in all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests, and with this in mind, we need to be a Lord. Why? Because the enemy is right there to destroy you, to keep you away, to lure you away in praying to God. Because when you pray to God, you're, communica- you're communicating with God. And when you're communicating with God, and you talk to Him, and He speaks to you, and you guys are dining together in heaven. So the devil knows that he wants you to stay away from praying, from praying. He wants to keep you away from praying. He wants to distract you so that you're not alert and that when he has a chance, he can devour you and destroy you. The word of the Lord says, "Be alert. Always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Because the devil knows that when you communicate and when you pray with the Lord that there is power and he wants to lure you away from being able to communicate with God. Because when you communicate with the Lord it means that you have a deep relationship with Him. When you have a deep relationship with the Father we know that the devil, he hates that because he wants you to worship him and not the Lord. So we need to be alert because we have a powerful enemy. Again, don't overestimate the devil. Don't underestimate the devil. The scripture teaches us to always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And with that, let's begin with point number one. Pray today. Pray today, right now. Why? Why should we pray? Why is today important? And you've heard this before, and I've said it many times each and every week, each and every single day. You've heard me say, because tomorrow is not guaranteed. If you have breath today and you're alive, then pray to Him. It is never too late to pray to God so why should we pray you ask because point number two for he is near the scripture teaches us that he is near and that our God is alive he is near and because he is near those who are broken the meek the lost the desperate the sick will find him it says the brokenhearted." When they seek unto the Lord, that the Lord will hear us and He will come to our rescue. We need to be reminded that when we pray to the Lord, that the Lord hears us from every corner of this world. He hears us. Psalm 34 verse 18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. In other words, the Lord watches over those who are broken. Hearted. In fact, in Psalm 146 verse 9, it says, The Lord watches over the foreigner and sustains who? The fatherless, the orphans, and the widow. But He frustrates the ways of the wicked. The proud, He frustrates their way. But He makes a way to those who are brokenhearted, who are fatherless, and who are foreigners, and who are widows. It says, The Lord watches over them so the condition of God hearing us hearing our prayer has nothing to do with our status you could be the lowest of the lows, or the highest of the highs this is when we pray to God with humility again humility is the key where I always say the cross of our Lord Jesus is the bridge to God But the vehicle that brings us is humility. Humility is the fuel. Without it, the vehicle will not move. So we need humility in aiding us on our way and our journey on the cross to our Father in heaven. It has nothing to do with our status. Because the Lord hears those who are brokenhearted and to those who seek his face today. Just like the song, and he will come and save you. He will come and save you. Say to the weary one, your God will surely come. He will come and save you. He will come and save you. He will come and save you. you. Lift up your eyes to Him. You will rise again. He will come and save you. Amen. Your God will surely come. You will rise again. He will come and save you today. Right now. As you quickly look at Psalm 34, and I just went over verse 18 earlier, but if you look at the whole chapter, and this is what David says of the Lord. And I want to encourage you to read this this week. David, he writes, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will be on my lips. Our glory in the Lord, let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord. You his holy people for those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling and lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and His ears are attentive to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to blot out their name from The earth, the righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Evil will slay the wicked. The foes of the righteous will be condemned. The Lord will rescue his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Amen and amen. The righteous will cry out. And what does the scripture tell us? That he hears them. He delivers them. He will not reject them. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So if you feel or you think or you are in a position where you are broken, full of guilt and shame, then today's your day. You're at the right place. The Lord is close to those who are crushed in spirit. May we not forget that the Lord sees, that the Lord hears, that the Lord punishes, and also He blesses. May we know the love of God and also the wrath of God. We cannot have one without the other. He knows all things, every good deed, every evil deed, done will not be forgotten unless we repent, of course. We need to repent. We need to humble ourselves today in prayer. The Lord will bless the meek, and the Lord will punish the wicked. This is the immutable attribute and the character of God. It is a promise given that the Lord will unleash his wrath. The Lord will humble the proud, and the Lord will destroy all evil. But He will rescue those who are brokenhearted, who are crushed in spirit. The righteous will cry out, and the Lord hears them, and the Lord delivers them. Psalm 147, verse 3 to 6 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars and calls them each by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limit. The Lord sustains the humble but casts the wicked to the ground. Amen and amen. And point number one, pray today. Why? Why you ask? Because, point two, for He is near, and he is close to the broken, the meek, the lost, the desperate, the sick. Leading out to point number three, for he always answers. We cannot forget that God answers every prayer, whether today, whether tomorrow, or tomorrow, tomorrow, in the distant future, the Lord always, and he will fulfill his promise. He always answers with a yes, with wait, with a no, with way, but in the end, he answers. He will always answer you. Letter A. So point letter A. He is always on schedule. B. He is never late. C. For he is true to his name. I'll say that again. He is always on schedule. He is never late. And for he is true to his name. What do I mean by he is true to his name? Meaning he is true to his promises because of His name, His name is perfect and it is holy. The name of God brings the attribute and the character of God. Just like when you think about someone's name, you either have a negative perspective or you have a positive perspective. That person has credentials, the credentials credit to trust or the credit to not trust. But with God's name, Yahweh, the name of Jesus Christ. We know that the name of Jesus is perfect and it is holy. That's why I say in some point, let us see, for He is true to His name. In other words, He is true to His promises because His name is perfect. His words are perfect, His promises are perfect, for he cannot lie because He is a holy God. For example, you walk up to someone and they tell you, "Hey, just tell the front desk, this person. Mr. So-and-so sent you. Depending on who you are and what your title is, what your position is, your title, your name brings power and authority. Just like President of the United States versus the President of the local treehouse with middle school students, right? There's power in the title in who you are and what you do. So the name of God is Jesus Christ. And His name is powerful. His name is perfect. That's why we can trust in Him, that He is always on time. He is never late, because He is true to His name. In other words, the timing of Jesus is always perfect. The timing of Jesus is always precise. Amen and amen. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 8 to 9 but do not forget this one thing dear friends with the Lord a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness instead he is patient with you why is he not answering the prayer that I've been praying because he's teaching you about patience and what it means to pray in faith. Maybe you're just not ready yet. Whatever the reason may be, it belongs to God. For us, it's not about understanding his, his reasoning of how God does things because his ways, I'm gonna mention right after this in Isaiah 55, his ways are higher than our ways, his thoughts are greater than our thoughts. So we understand that the Lord is perfect and all we need to do is trust in Him and pray to Him in full confidence. The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise as some understand slowness. Instead, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Amen and amen. Again, Isaiah 55, 8-9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, is the Lord speaking. Neither are your ways, my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Do we understand that the ways of God is perfect? If you do, we need to stop our complaining. And all we can do is surrender, submit, and say, yes, Lord. May we not forget in Jeremiah 29, in verse 10 to 14, this is what the Lord says, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, this is when the people of God were being exiled, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future, then you will call on me and come pray to me and I will listen to you, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart, I'll be found by you, declares the Lord will bring you back from captivity I will gather you from all the nations and places where I've banished you declares the Lord, will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile, amen and amen, the Lord knows all The Lord remembers all. No good deeds shall be forgotten. He will keep his promises. No evil deed shall go unpunished. Amen and amen. So closing with this, closing with this, with the passage that we read earlier, found in verse 17 to 18. May we understand and not put Elijah on a pedestal. For the word of the Lord says, Elijah was a human being even as we are. But what was special about Elijah was that he never faced death. God took him away and he never faced death. Him and Enoch were the only two individuals recording the Bible that did not face death. The Bible is challenging us to pray as Elijah prayed. And Jesus, while he was here, and now as we're in the season of Lent right now, he prayed. He prayed earnestly. God always prayed. Jesus always prayed. Jesus always prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. He always prayed while he was here on earth. If Jesus fully man, fully God, if he prayed, What is keeping us from praying to the Lord? And the most important prayer that you can do in your life right now, uh, as we're now in the season of Lent and it's perfect time for this, is the question I want to ask you, and I'm closing with this. Have you prayed in repentance today? Today, right now. A lot of people say, pray for revival, pray for revival. But I say, pray not for revival, but pray for repentance. This generation, this life of mine, I need to pray. A prayer of repentance, a prayer of humility. Too many of us, we're too proud. We're too proud and we're too arrogant, we're too boastful. And we have lost our way. The gospel of the Lord, the gospel of Jesus Christ is very simple. Simplicity is the key. We need to repent. We need to humble ourselves, and we need to repent, repent, and repent, and repent every single day. Right now, today, what we're able, right now, we need to pray as I shared in the nursing home last Friday about prayer not just any type of prayer but repentance I spoke to them about the three R's right it's about repentance and running to the Lord and realizing realizing that you are a sinner, repenting before God and running to Him, not away from the Lord. We need to pray for repentance, 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 not revival. Let us not pray for revival, but for repentance. Yes, pray for everything. But we must first and foremost, and also each and every single day, pray for repentance. If Jesus is your foundation, every day your prayer will be grounded and founded in repentance. Two types of caution and weight that we carry in this life. Number one is a warning. A warning to who? To the proud. You who are proud, evil, man and woman. Watch out! Watch out. And the second type of weight is the challenge. You, righteous, strong men and humble women of God, remain what? Faithful. Remain watchful. Continue on what you've been doing. Don't sway from your path. Stay on the path that you're on. Because one day you will meet your maker face to face and you will be judged. And you shall face your judgment. And if the blood of Christ is not on us, we are truly doomed. Just like the story of Exodus, we need to have the blood of the Lamb on our doorpost, and our door frame. Just as Jesus, the blood of Christ, be on our hearts, be he wiped on our lives, it is the blood of Christ that will rescue us from the spirit of death. And as we know the story of Exodus, it passed over the household, the families, the people, the individuals who had the blood of the lamb on their door frame. In the same way, we need to have the blood of Christ on us. It said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you, the spirit of death. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. And Egypt here, it represents the world. It's not just for the story of Exodus, but Egypt represents the world. World is what? Rebellious, proud. Those who do not have a relationship with Jesus, they do not follow Jesus. They don't believe Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So going back to the simplicity of the message of the gospel, may we not forget the message of the gospel, the core message of the gospel, the good news, the message of the cross, the message of his death and his resurrection today. But all I hear these days, everyone's talking about revival, revival, revival. But more than that, more importantly, first and foremost, the churches. They need to teach the young people and the older people to repent. Repent, church. Repent, man and woman of God. Repent today. Some of us, we have truly grown arrogant for the things of God. And the Lord wants us to repent. Repent now. Repent today. For the Lord is here. The Lord is near. our lord is alive ask of the lord lord show me your glory lord reveal yourself to me jesus i love you jesus i need you jesus come to my rescue jesus save me say the prayer as paul said in romans 7 lord what a wretched and a miserable person man and woman i am who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death but thanks be to god he delivers me through my lord jesus christ amen and amen only jesus christ can rescue you and only jesus christ can rescue me and only jesus christ can rescue us, Amen and Amen. Ah. Let us just take a few moments in prayer. Asking all the Lord to come to our rescue. The foundation of prayer is a prayer of repentance. The Lord desires your heart, not your lip service. So can we genuinely turn to the Lord right now with humility and repent before the Lord? Ask him to rescue you. Save you and this wretched self. We need to seek the Lord today. Pray for no more of you and less of me. Let's come together. Let's pray together. issues. Thank and watch over our life, my life, the life of the people who are listening here today. May they declare, Lord, may my life be a pleasing offering unto the Lord, a life of obedience, well, you desire obedience over sacrifices. You desire our hearts. So we worship you as we learned last week on what worship is. We worship you as true worshipers, in Spirit and in truth. We give you all the glory and all the honor for all of these things, your precious Son. Jesus Christ, let me pray. Amen. 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 Uh, let's pray for the offering prayer. Uh, let us pray together. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We love you. Thank you for uh, giving us the opportunity and the honor to give to you what is already yours. We are just managers and stewards of all the blessings that you continue to provide for us. We thank you for this space that we have for the roof that we have and just for always being more than enough you are more than enough Lord and with that we give you not reluctantly but because we're pressured to give but we give to you out of the joyness in us in our heart we give to you because it is yours and may what we have be used for the furthering work of your kingdom here on this earth it is in heaven we thank you we love you we pray all of these things your precious son just cause him we pray amen. amen amen all right let's sing our final and closing song the path of life in jesus let's sing together and let's close our service with the final prayer benediction quick announcement God bless you church God bless you to those who have heard the message today thank you for the honor and the privilege of me sharing the word with you uh, this morning and with that I will see you uh, next week as we will be in Korea having a service there for the sunday service so please keep us in your prayer uh, as we're on missions and uh, let's continue to intercede and pray for one another i love you i miss you and with that let's close today's service with the benediction let us all pray together May the Lord bless you, and may the Lord keep you, and may the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you, and may the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. May the unending pursuit, may the unending grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the gentle counsel and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, which that surpasses all the knowledge of this world, continue to keep you, guide you, and protect you forevermore. And as God's people we pray, amen and amen.